with me now, you decay. Lest the wise world should look into your moon and mock you with me after I am gone.
something. See what the hell you gonna do down there. You think you getting up with it, daddy, do the call and everything. You think I don't need you. I don't get rid of your butt. Now, you ain't doing a damn thing no way. You sit on it and suck with me. <laughs> Got a bony knees and heels, so. Hand out my back.
the internationally known, the dynamic Sly and the Fabulous Stone. Okay, gang, you've been waiting all night for him. Here he is, and go with him. Dude over here with the ball in trying to act like he ain't never had none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my 
old lady want to make love all the time. Want to make love all the goddamn time. Sometimes twice a month. <laughs> I had to trick her. She want to make love. I had to fool her one night. I got her drunk. I got drunk getting her drunk. She showered and laid down the spread eagle, and I moved into my position. She says it in, I say I'm through.
not too coherent. Uh, where you from? <coughs> now you sitting up here and I can't even understand you. Say it again, Ripple? Ripple. I don't drink wine, brother. I used to, ain't no need to be lying. I drank, I used to drink it, but I, I found Chevy's. Now I don't throw up on myself and have a hangover. <laughs> I do throw up on myself. I know how much it costs. <laughs> and rest your lips anyway, because you got a busy night ahead of you. <laughs> this is your night in the barrel. I didn't know you knew the barrel story, honey. You premature graver there. Pretty. I bet you were beautiful now, 1941. She looks good now. I want to meet me abroad with some property. I'm tired of a bunch of poor bros asking me for something. She asked me for $100 in Las Vegas like it was a cheese sandwich. She forced me to say shit. Yeah, I said, what you doing later on? She said, $100. I said, shit. Tired of a bunch of poor bros asking me for something. She asked me for a hundred dollars in Las Vegas like it was a cheese sandwich. She forced me to say shit. Yeah, I said, what you doing later on? She said, hundred dollars. I said, hundred dollars. I wish I had some on me, cost me hundred dollars. I cut it off and barbecue it. Hundred dollars. I don't want to live with no broad. I just want to drop in for a few minutes. Some of them hundred dollar bros, you can drop right in. <laughs>
and sing, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, merrily, merrily. Life is all of you remember. I'll show you how strangers can sing in perfect harmony. Just don't try to solo. Just blend on the downbeat. Row, row, row your boat gently. <laughs> well, all the human beings in the room sing on the downbeat. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, all the good-looking people. A few liars dropped in there. Amen. What's for everyone? Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Just the girls this time. Really? Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Sing it, goddamn it, come on! Life is but a dream. Now you love it. Come on, I know it's proud this side got to be one fag in here.
These niggas ain't never been out before. <laughs> yeah, brother, go ahead. You by yourself? You know why? Have you tried band roll on? <laughs> Sitting up there with them long toenails and them sneakers. Foot smell like somebody shit in it. Y'all don't be fooling around. I tell the truth. Nothing's secret. What am I smoking? Man, this is not a question and answer, period. <laughs> Nigga, why don't you go home and kill some chinches so you can sleep later on? <laughs> Bugging me? Why don't you go downtown and hurt a white act, nigga? <laughs> Thank you, brother. He's all right. I'm just kidding. You. Put your spear back. No kidding, I don't need interruptions. I'm so good alone. Leave me alone and watch. Put that where you want to, honey. <laughs> I love black women. I'm not lying. When I pull my covers back, I want to see what's laying there on the white sheet. <laughs> I had a white girl once blended right into the sheet. I missed her and bit a hole in the mattress. <laughs> show you a neighbor who will. <laughs> Let me get my cigarette fresh. I smoke and drink. A lot of you don't drink, no smoke. Some people here tonight, don't, they don't eat butter, no salt, no sugar, no lard, no biscuits, no gravy with onions in it. Because they want to live. They give up that good stuff. Neck bone, big tail. You gonna feel like a damn fool laying out the hospital dying from nothing.
Known. I don't play other rappers, they went slip, slide in a way out of control, I'll be the toll, you gotta go through me to get the Rick C and I'm deadly, I'm so unstoppable, it's unbelievable, pull out a record and we'll achieve a new height, push and fight till we reach our destiny, brace yourself for this because the rest will be potent, it's like a drug, you gotta shoot the violators who just lie to you, prosecute it cause I take the minority, give them authority, Pete B and JC and Rick C, Paul will be the Shove it and push it. The L-A-T-E-E, my part will be to say it, and you'll obey it. Rick play it is the symbol of togetherness, and that's the way it is, and it's positive. 
positive and never negative Frontin', you want something? Boy, I'ma never give mine Cause nothing from nothing leaves nothing Might as well do something Go the beat and still pump it Just listen to it, get into it New way to have you shaking, sitting patiently Waiting to hear a new hit To your pressure luck, I'm overloaded with stress, and I don't give a f about you doubt. You have to clout to step to. So take a good look at who you're standing next to. I'm a pro, so now you know that I'm a veteran. I'll let the crowd decide who sounds better than who. Maybe it's me, or is it you? From what I heard, bet you me and Rick C come through. It ain't working. Your style's got mold and mildew. No need to worry about us because we'll do just what you can't do. Take and plant you. In the dirt, and it'll hurt too many of us. Maybe you should just bust the style of a man going wild. Cause yo, thus far I've been going by simply showing you the right way to get paid is by knowing how to rap, how to act. In fact, yo, you heard me do it, breathe through it, feel the impact. Thank <laughs> you. 
sorry if they just couldn't understand the reasoning and the logic that went on in my head. I had a brain, it was a rainbow, to let them love me when I refused to ride on all those double decker buses, all because there was no driver on the top. My analyst told me. With the communist manifesto, gorillas in the midst of Gavar and Eminesto. So, what a brother with an afro now. Yo, no a flow for the Mac, and we the hoes. So, grow, cause the Lucian brothers might get hung. Rhetoric flowing from the tip of my mouth, say tongue deficit. Money spits the glint. Oh, my not as they cut welfare 25%. And I descend as I clinch and raise my We fist. did away with that. So, you could get with this. It's a twist, cause we'll overthrow like Kwame and Kuma. Around the world as if it were a business rumor Bam, cut the record like a surgeon Cut the tumor from a brain We're all cooped up, so feel the time From 400 years of exploitation Anesthesia provided by your local TV station Patience is not a virtue I ain't waiting Turn the shit over like Bush did a boatload of hate Just like it says on the can, good to the last drop.
two guys. One told me she had moved to Memphis. The other said Leland. I said, I don't care where she moved. I'm going to find her. Good morning, baby. How you do this morning? Well, please, ma'am. Just a loving. Just a loving spoon. Well, I've just got to have Pack your suitcase and she went away. I couldn't let her stay for my loving, my loving spoonful. I just had to have my loving. Good morning, baby. How you do this morning? Well, please, ma'am. Yes, loving.
Took my baby and left for me Black Black Plastic Mutiny Radio. Dot FM going out to Canada.
W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. That's an acronym. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. I have a really interesting story about the origin of our name. Oh? Yeah. It was called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, and it got abbreviated. Just some random mutiny person gave that to you. Yes. And we are, speaking of Random Mutiny person, we are Random Mutiny Radio people on randommutinyradio.fm. Go to mutinyradio.fm. There's a whole world of streaming shows and music and live events right out of the Mission District of San Francisco. It is Mutiny Radio, and we are happy as a clam in the land of Uncle Sam to be right here, right now, Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are once a week. We stream. That's the first time you can hear us. You got to go listen to us. On the uh, it's uh, audio only, audio RSS feed. All right, so yes, and we have an RSS feed. If you want to subscribe to our podcast, do so by our acronym LWAFLMOYT. We watch a full length movie with you, you listen to our podcast, you watch the movie at the same time. And if you don't want to do all that manual work, subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube, 
L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T makes it easier. We'd like you to donate to the station. Go to Venmo and donate a couple bucks to at Mutiny Radio. So, Carl, what is the movie we are seeing today? <clears throat> the Great Gabo, 1929. The Great Gabo with two Bs, 1929. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. The, as in not the, it's it's just a, it's a G. So it's the, right, the great. Not the. Okay, you know how If to it was it. Awesome Gabo, it would be the Awesome Gabo, but it's right. not great. Right, on The Gabo. Simpsons was the Awesome Gabo. The Great G-A-B-B-O, 1929. The channel we like is Cinema For Real. Cinema For Real with the number four? Yeah. Well, you, you won't find another one. You'll see it's Cinema For Yeah. The other you'll ones see... have commercials. That's why okay. we don't like them. Yeah, there's, this movie has been around for a while. It, it was an inspiration for The Simpsons. That's the first time I even heard of the Gabo yeah. uh, ventriloquist. And uh, when I realized it was a movie, and I realized that we have a movie podcast called L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. As soon as that occurred to you. I was, I, yeah, it was true. Yeah, I got a match here. Wait a minute. I was hand gliding at the time. And uh, we were watching. So there's a lot of versions on the YouTube. We like cinema for real. We want you to go find that. The Great Gabo, 1932? No, 1929. So this movie and is like 93 years old uh, as of this record. Yeah. As of this recording, this movie is 93. It's almost seven years shy of 100 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I, I'm going to watch something that's 100 years old. Life marches forward. And th- you know what I like about it? But this is this is content for the podcast. Let's get to the countdown. Okay, let's get to it. Okay, okay. so the let's get to the countdown. Over. Yeah, go ahead, I just Carl. want to make sure it's clear to everyone. The Great Gabo 1929 Cinema for Real is the channel we like. There you go. There we go. So we have a celebrity comedian to do the countdown, but we want you to meet the celebrity comedian. Yeah. So Carl went over uh, to their press junket and had an opportunity mm-hmm. to sit down and talk about some real things and get to learn about the celebrity comedian. Who, and, yes. of course, I haven't heard of this one yet. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with... Pat Dixon! Welcome, Pat! How you doing? Talking to us from Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Okay, now, Pat, you are a big-time, big-deal comedian. Uh, You just... Oh, absolutely. Carl, you wouldn't say that if I was. (laughs) You just headlined Comedy Cove. You drove on a Sunday to Buffalo to do more shows. Like all the big-time comedians do. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm sure your agent... Okay, but but mainly what I want to start talking about is your creator and host of the NYC Crime Report yeah, with Pat Dixon. Now, this is streaming on Censored.TV, and you've been doing this a long time, since 2011. Tell me about this show, the people who come on it, everything, you know, like, that, that's led you to this point in which you are the crime report guy. You know, I was a victim of an attempted murder, and so it got me interested in crime. It took a little while for that to manifest as exactly what I wanted to do. But I read a story when I got to New York City in 2006 about a guy who got stabbed on a train, and he nearly died, and he was going to be the fifth victim of that day for a spree killer, Maxime Gelman, you know, back in 2011. And I thought, man, this is fascinating. I started talking to people at parties about it, bringing this story up, and nobody had heard it, even in the city, and it was all over the place. So I thought, man there should be an outlet for a show like this. And then the more I started doing it, the more I was like, this really needs to be funny. 
so I kind of made it like the New York Post uh, with punchlines, and that's, <laughs> you know that's what it comes down to. I've had attorneys uh, on quite a bit. I've had ex-cops, current cops, uh, a lot of people like that. Some marginal characters sometimes, and and you know then the the occasional you know big name of Bobcat Goldthwait or something like that. Nice, Just nice. Up, yeah, and but I've met a lot of interesting people through it, you know. And Coulter and people all over the city, and, uh, and that's how I got onto Compound, doing it there, and then it became a visual thing, and now it's on Censored TV. Okay, and now this is started in 2011, so this attempted murder was prior to that. Now this was an ex-girlfriend who tried to shoot you. Tell me what 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 went on there. Oh, you know, she was nuts, and she, uh, I mean, was just like, had had enough of my shit, and after we broke up, she decided she wanted to uh, exact some sort of revenge, you know, so she stalked me for a couple of weeks, and then she, uh, you know, found me at an IHOP and had a gun, took it away from her. There was a skirmish, and she was convicted of attempted, second-degree attempted murder, and got eight years house arrest. That's the, uh -huh. the thumbnail version course she was very fun uh, originally when I first met her you know not that way at all so a lot can happen between April and December as it turns out <laughs> now three weeks of stalking and she chooses the IHOP do you think she was just getting her nerves I mean what was she looking at were you with some other woman well she didn't know I, where I was you know and so I think what it was she didn't want me to go back to my wife so you know she she found out from a guy I was working with where I was working and then drove a couple of hours to do this thing. You know, it was very premeditated and everything. They wanted to yeah. start with the uh, first degree attempted murder, but, you know, she flea bargained. And, yeah, it was, it was she had a suicide note the whole bit. She was going to take care of herself after? Uh, well, you know, I think sometimes people find that they can live with the fact they shot somebody a little bit better than they uh, might have but so I mean we don't know if she would have followed through on that or not, but you know that was the plan. Okay, now did she really serve the full eight years? Oh, I don't know. I mean, like I, I, it was supposed to be over in 2012, and I frankly stopped keeping up. She did okay. friend request me back in like 2008 or seven or something like that. <laughs> did you accept? No, I, I did. Come on, let bygones be bygones. It's just a little murder. I mean, it's so old now, you yeah. know. That would have expired the order of protection, you know, and she could have been on my door in a couple of hours uh, legally. So that's the <laughs> law. You know, stick within the parameters of what they set forth. I have to trust the authorities know what they're doing. That's what we talk about a lot on New York City Crime Report. It's a pro-law enforcement show generally, so people have a way of hearing that message. I think there's so many negative messages about law enforcement. And Look, I can't really say the law is perfect, and I can't say the cops are perfect, but I do know that the cops are at least trying to preserve some order, and I think that that's more than we could say about the legislators a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So you also impressed me, because you were on, you had a Comedy Central special. Now it's Comedy Central Presents, so I guess you were a featured comedian. It was a half hour of material. Yeah. When was this? It wasn't like your special on Comedy Central. It was a show of, that comedians, you know, each week would be a different one. Yeah, it was it was just, you know, now they have I think they call it the half hour and so they have a series where they had, you know, everybody does their half hour special and it's um Comedy Central presents Pat Dixon is what it was uh -huh. called. You have your own background you have to come up with and all that stuff. So it's very themed towards you and everything. It's not it's not like a uh 
like a quick short thing, obviously half an hour or something. You know, that's right. the way it came to New York City. But I mean, long story short, you know, that was in 2006, and you know, it didn't get the traction that like Jim Gaffigan got, you know, uh-huh. something yeah. like that. You know, his special was just like they played it endlessly. And I'll tell you something about that special. I had food poisoning while I did it. So really, yeah, I had thrown up the night before and all that day. And, and I had to get a B12 injection from a doctor to even be able to do the special. I mean, I, I had a fever. I was, I had I'd gone out to dinner the night before and had uh, rabbit for okay. dinner. Yeah. And I had uh, partridge as an appetizer. So okay. I had rabbit. And those are two animals that I don't normally eat. And I don't suppose <laughs> they can cook properly or something. I don't know. The Gramercy Tavern, it was an expensive meal. You know, it's not like I was getting it off of. Yeah. Uh, it Hot and pepper and squall. Yeah, it wasn't street meat or anything, you know, uh, but, you know, the doctor offered that he's like, you might want to wear uh, an adult diaper. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And so, so you had to go out there, put on your best face, pretend it wasn't going on, say, I can hang on for 30 minutes here. This is an opportunity I cannot blow. Oh, yeah, I absolutely had to do it. You know, there was no getting around it. They all, they had everything set up. The background was there. Everything was, all systems go, you know, you can't be sick. It's it's one of those things you just you're not allowed to be sick in that moment so yeah yeah I and mean, i did all right you know i did all right it was, it was i was a little sweaty and a little you know but i but i made it <laughs> now i see you today and you really go quite blue even as well you're telling the audience i'm not going blue right <laughs> so yeah. i'm sure that wasn't this special right this was earlier material yeah it was it had to be tv friendly and there's always a debate about that stuff and you'd be You'd be amused by like how specific the debates get, you know, exactly how you can say a certain thing. And the only thing they made me take out, like absolutely no, there was no talking about it, was something about had something to do with uh, disciplining your kids, uh-huh. uh domestically, that domestic violence style or something, Corporal you know, role punishment, right? Uh, yeah, spanking, hitting them or something, and like. They, they didn't want to hear anything about it. There's no okay. changing that joke. But... Okay, now, let's talk about the punch, okay? okay. Now, in 2015, you joined Compound Media as yeah. one of the, you know, based on the strength of NYC Crime Report. And, um, okay, so Dateline, June 20, 2022. What, G- Gino had Felicia Gillespie on, right, in hot water. Right. So... You entered the bar across the street. What's the name of that bar? Sullivan's. Sullivan's. You entered Sullivan's with no intention of punching anybody. Tell me what, in the heat of the moment, led you to do it. Well, I was, I was like, perturbed or whatever. But, I mean, until I saw, like, uh, both of those two in the bar together, I wasn't yeah. going, uh, I, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I, I think I was just going to go talk to Gina. Like, what the fuck? I knew he'd be in there. I wasn't 100% she'd be in there, but, like, that just brought it home. Look, I mean, you never want to punch somebody. It's not, like, a good thing to do, but, like, sometimes you act on a certain amount of anger or frustration or something. You feel, I mean, like, I can't even explain what makes that situation any different. Uh-huh. It's just it's something that really came to a head. And I and I knew that he had brought her on the show strictly to fuck with me. And, like, uh, right. sometimes people fuck with you and... It's just not fun. It's just like, okay. not doing that. And, you know, it was a particular, it's, uh, you, you know. You just found yourself doing it. You were in the middle of swinging. I mean, you're just, 
that you I got couldn't it. it was surreal. It was it was an out of body experience. You know, it, it was very different. It's not something I've done ever. You know? Right, you haven't punched people ever. Never, never. No, I've never done that, and I did in this case, and it was. It was uh, Jeez, I mean, what can you say about something like that? It's it was I was more shocked probably than he was. Yeah. Now, um, it was a really good punch. Do you use that in, in punch in your stand up now? Because that punch really hit. Oh no, that 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 punch that I gave him had half the punch of my stand up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of punches in stand up, but you were off stage, so that's why I'm surprised. Now, when you found out that your punch, because you left right away. You had no idea what your punch had done when you found out that his jaw was broken. What was what was your emotion finding out that news? Pride, of course. You know, I never felt bad about that. I like, oh my god, I don't know. I mean, like, look, obviously, I didn't intend to break his jaw. Yeah, that's why. I'm not convinced that he had a broken jaw. I, I mean, like, I. Well, he was all wired up. He had to have soft. Well, he had surgery to get his wisdom teeth removed, you know, and I think that they, they might have done some wiring because of that. I, I'm not convinced that his jaw was broken. Uh-huh. The of everything was a little too perfect. I mean, I don't want to go into a bunch of details, but right around the time, okay. I started to kind of go, okay, I guess everything's going to be all right. And they were laughing about it one day, about four days later. And, and then it was, and then, you know, over the weekend, uh, it seems like suddenly things changed and he came back and it was like, oh my God, he's on death's door. He's, uh-huh. a, he's he's got all these permanent injuries and shit, and then that's what justified firing me. And then four days after they fire me, he's back at work, you know. So suddenly he's okay. Give me a break. He just wanted me to get fired, and that's fine, you know. Whatever. He he, he made every he made uh, the compound management afraid of a lawsuit, you know, because he wanted to uh, get revenge. He didn't want okay. me to be there. He's he's very big on everybody being on his side. And all this shit, you know. And he, yeah. He made it about a lot more than just a punch. Okay. So in the end, he sort of like got into all this like character assassination and shit like that, and pretty, you know, whatever, obnoxious. But at the same time, I guess I must have really rattled his fucking uh, cage. World. Yeah, it really seemed to change his outlook, and he became very boring talking about it a lot. And like a lot of people were thinking, this is very tedious. Can you talk about something else about? <laughs> That was what's on his mind. Yeah, that's all he could think about. You know, we could have all moved on. We could have all made up. We could have all still had jobs. But uh, he didn't want it that way, you know. So here we are. Now, Anthony Cumia is in charge of Compound Media. Was he nice about it, the way he let you go? Did, what, it, did he well, give you any shit? Like, how did it go down? Well, you know, like after I punched Gino, I walked out. I went right to the studio. And I was hanging around waiting for Anthony to come in and start his show, and he was a little late. I didn't even know that he was at Sullivan's at the time. So, you know, Ant just kind of like breezed by me, said, don't even talk to me. I'm going to go do the show. And then okay. I, the next time I talked to him, I mean, he was, he fired me, and he was uh, very cool about it. He goes, he didn't, he, was. he didn't want to. He said, I don't want to do this, but, you know, uh, certain okay. factors here and you know it's just like something that we've got to do and like he didn't he just in and i was and i i could say more but you know i don't, I don't want to go into too much okay but but he he there were, there were certain things said that i was like oh that's okay good news you know whatever and 
you know, I got my final check and, and all that stuff. It was all fine. Uh, you know, but I did have to leave New York because, you know, without like, uh, there was, there was a month. I mean, I, I didn't go to censored immediately after uh-huh. that censored.tv where I am now. So I had to kind of, uh, you know, I figured like, look, I'm not bringing in, uh, the paycheck anymore. So, you know, if you don't have a paycheck, you can't really stay in Manhattan. Absolutely. It's very pricey. <clears throat> now, yeah. this. So we're having some internet internet interruptions. I don't know if you just said a last sentence. The place I was going, I was wondering, you had said at Scotty's last night that this is old news now, right? Let's move on. I mean, it happened yeah, in June. Kind of. Yeah, it was June, yeah. Now we're in September, for Christ's sake. Okay. Now. But I'm, you know, at the same time, it's like, I get it. It's an interesting thing. I mean, like, uh, it, uh, Kevin Brennan told me he's been doing comedy in New York 30 years he's ever seen a comedian punch another comedian. Ah, yeah. So you're groundbreaking and yeah. jawbreaking, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. I'm still not convinced. Uh, Last question on this. I wonder if you regret it. If you could go back in time, because you wouldn't have lost the job. If you could go back in time and suck back your fist, would you do it? Nah. Had no. to be done. <laughs> oh, my I goodness. I wouldn't have done it as a considered thing, you know, had, had I taken – I mean, like, I had found out the thing that made me so angry about 20 minutes before, and, uh-huh. you know, had I, like, had a little lead time on it, you know, maybe it would have been different. Like, since it's already happened, everything I, – I like being at Censored.tv. Compound is great also, but I, uh, you know, it's just – Fuck it, you know? Okay. I mean, like, uh, why not uh, roll with reality? I, I, I try not to have too many regrets or do anything that's too regrettable, and I don't think this falls into that category, you know? Yeah. In the end, uh, I got the girl, and, you know, that's something to be happy about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a little book in this, and not a big book, but there's a book in this. Uh, there's something to be written about this. Okay, so... We've already talked about censored TV, okay? This is where I want to go next. Like, how can people find you and follow you out there on the web? You must have a website, but also, like, social media. What's sure. the best place to get your Pat Dixon news? Well, you see my name there, Pat Dixon, right? And so uh, follow uh, follow me at Pat Dixon on Twitter, at Pat Dixon NYC on Instagram if you want. But, you know, if you want to, like, just a general thing, NYC – NYC Crime Report, right? .locals.com. People can follow me there, and it's free to follow, and you get some entertainment. And uh, if you want to, uh, you know, contribute or be a supporter, which I'm sure you will, right? Then you can uh, you can do that, and then you get everything that I do that goes on there. You know, and I've got a, it's not just crime stuff. It's uh, I got a, a late night show called Late as Fuck. That goes on. That's a great you know, title. About people who uh, have sex with dogs and get caught, you know, and that's in the news a lot. It's a uh-huh. lot. I think. I mean, it's one of those things that just gets reported and get talked about too much, but it's called dog fuckers. That's better be late, late as fuck. This better be two a.m. show. Yeah, these shows are are available for uh, you know on demand, and 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 there's a lot of stuff already posted there. I mean, there's plenty of stuff to watch, and I, I held a certain standard. I'm very proud of it, and. That's uh, nyccrimereport.locals.com. Now, that's plural. Locals. Locals. Gotcha. That's right. Okay, now, Pat, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Now, everybody at home, 
is poised to watch this movie at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So everyone at home has got to press play on their YouTube device at the same time we do here in the studio. So Pat Dixon, why don't you go ahead and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? Sure, why not? Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Is Chef Fresco now? Hey, ladies and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for that comedian countdown. This is Erich von Stromheim, the director. He, he's not. He's not directing. No, he's not the director. He is the star, though. He is Gabo. Okay. Well, Gabo's not the ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. Uh, no. Um. No, Gabo is. No, it's it. It's um. Arthur Crandall. Oh, I forgot. Ali. Ali. Uh, Otto. Otto, that's it. Thank you. Right. I'm sorry. Now, I knew that. I, I took a guess because of Uncle Floyd. Well, I should have known it was Otto because of um, uh, German. You know, what was was there an Otto and Uncle Floyd? I think Floyd had a uh, had Oogie. And Oogie was the puppet. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't he have a puppet pals on the Uncle Floyd show in New Jersey? Um, I don't know. There James was Looney Reeves. Skip Rooney. Looney Skip Honk 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 Honk. Yeah, and then there was. There was like Scott or Keith. There's this big kind of heavy fat guy. Oh, so oh, look at this. Oh, I love a movie that opens up with a guy playing solitaire. You know that's going to be a good hour and a half. Yeah, that's right. It's all. Yeah, what do you do when you're bored? You play solitaire. Prepare, the movie. ladies and gentlemen. And it's gonna suck. And no action. Now this is Mary talking to uh, Gabo. The Gabo the puppet. No, uh, the puppet is Otto. Okay. <clears throat> now, here in New Jersey, had um, an act, Otto and George. Actually, George was the dummy, not... So when I heard this was Otto, I thought it was really neat. Uh, George passed away, too. Uh, Otto passed away, too. It was Otto and George, and George was the puppet. So I thought that was funny. Oh, that's cool. They've been boyfriend and girlfriend for two years. And... What that tells you is it's 1929, and it's cool to be in a relationship with someone out of wedlock, you know? Oh, right, because this is a pre-code movie. Yes, it was a pre-code movie, but the thing is that it wasn't until the late 40s, early 50s that it that we got real strict with being proper on, t you know, it, in the Roaring Twenties, which this isn't, it's 29, it's after that, but in the Roaring Twenties, like, it was cool to be gay, and it was cool to be smoke pot, and it was cool to, it was like a, a more enlightened time, and you could be in a movie saying, I've been banging this girl who's not my wife for two years now. <laughs> I, I take it back, a hundred years ago, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. 80 years, 70 years, not as much. Now, so you're right. There's one bed in this, and I like I like their apartment. It looks like an apartment. They have the bed in the living room, and or the they, you know there's two rooms. Yeah, what this is supposed to say is they're not impoverished, but you know this is all they could afford in the big city. Now, a big city be to the puppet. And yeah, it's responding, and you can see him squeezing the mouth because his hand is not up the the. Puppets took us, right? As they right. say. You see, he's got that lemon thing on the table. He was just holding it and squeezing it, and it makes from air compression, it makes his mouth move. 
Okay, that explains it. Because it is kind of creepy off the bat that he has a dummy not next to his hand. Right, exactly. Coffee was too hot. Right. Now, the, yeah, well, that's see, that's the thing. Like, he, he, he's being a dick. He's like, where's my coffee? And she goes, it's sitting there. It's been sitting there the whole time. Then he goes, he drinks it. He goes, it's cold. And she's like, because it's been sitting there. So he goes, more coffee. And she, she brings it. How is it? And he goes, it's too hot. <laughs> you want to listen to him so you hear what awesome yeah like? i do I, as an audience member i do want to see this show i want to see the venture the kazak what's that that's not impossible you can do that yeah i could do that uh-huh Okay, if that was me, I'd just be like, I'd be like, yeah, I would, I would have the water drool out of my face. All right. I will now drink water and start coughing uncontrollably. Now, wait, watch. Mary will drop the tray. Yes. That is fucking inexcusable. She is so fired. Well, that puppet was looking up her dress, thinking upskirts. Okay, in this movie, Otto is the cool one, the gentleman who is Mary's. Mary loves Otto, not literally, but you know what? They're friends. You know what I mean? He's the bad one, and the puppet's the good one. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. The cigarette makes you cough like that because. You know, he's not a smoker. <laughs> I will know. <laughs> That's right. Because what's the matter? <laughs> I don't smoke. Do you feel okay? What's the problem, Mike? I don't smoke. <laughs> have the puppet throw up. All right, I have to do this for the open mic, but that means I have to have a dummy. Who wants oh, you. Let's, let's get your ventriloquist act ready. Okay, I will water and smoke a cigarette <laughs> while throwing my voice. Right. While using my voice. Does he say throw? Uh, or I could say using. He says using, but you know, a ventriloquist throws his voice. That's what how you think of it. Now, in the 1920s, you would be entertained by going to dinner theater, vaudeville, or the movies. And this movie is saying we not only would show you the behind the backstage drama, right? Uh -huh. So as an audience member, now I could see the show and see the drama behind. Now she is really acting here. Look at her crying. It's like silent movie acting. Yeah, it is. She was a big silent movie star, and so was he. This was yeah. the time. This is one of the very first talkies, like really early, like a year into it. We're we're not really going to hear the original audio because, of course, we're going to talk over this movie. But you have watched this movie several times. What do you think for like an early talkie, like as a sound quality? Does it does it has weird? Is it like? No, it's okay. It is crackly. Um, okay, so I think we're okay. I just want to tell you that this is in public domain. Hold on. Oh, all right. Let's listen to okay. it all day, every day. The public domain version available on the internet archives run about 68 minutes. The original film ran 96 minutes, including exit music. 
a 94 minute public domain version is now available. I think that's this. That's what we're watching, yeah. Okay. Now, next thing I want to say, let's suppose it wasn't uh you know, domain. I mean, it's so old. Do you think they'd come sue us? Like who owns it? Well, MGM. Like who's whose radar is it on? Listen, that- I mean, like w- w- there was movies, famous movies from 1929 that no way we could watch them. I mean, Wizard of Oz was what, 33, Gone with the Wind? Right. Yeah. You know, that was what six years, four years from now. You know, so there there were big movies, maybe Wings, the Oscar movie. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I always thought the Beatles was so much better. There was good Wings had good material. Right. Yeah. But I if hear it you. wasn't the Beatles, I wouldn't be listening. I couldn't believe get they gave the Academy Award. Yeah. It was look a silent. Her. I'm sorry to interrupt. But I just want to show, like, look at her servicing him. Like she, yeah. he does, she does everything. Look how upset she is. By the way, she was go- She did audition for uh, Gone with the Wind, and they oh. didn't pick her. Um, not for it's for Belle. What was her name? I have it here. Not Scar- Scarlett O'Hara. No, it wasn't. Um, Belle Watling. I think she was the one who wanted to buy Scarlett's house, and Scarlett chased her away. If you, if you remember the film, do you remember the film? The house burned down. Like she, Scarlett should have taken the deal. <laughs> did you not see? No, I did. No, it was. I only ad- watched. Listen, Gone with the Wind. It's like really boring, and then finally the carpetbaggers show up, and I'm like, finally, something I can relate to. It's our team. Yeah, like they literally have a bag made out of carpet. <laughs> okay, listen, the house did not burn down. Kara yeah. made it through the Civil War, and Bell Watling now was rich. She Tara was, being the estate name. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was dirt cheap and it survived. Anyway, it's a weird scene. Like she comes, she, we shouldn't be talking about going with the wind <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. Let's let's dial it back, huh? This is the neighbors, okay? Um her name is Babe in the movie, and his oh, name okay. is Neighbor. <laughs> in the really? Yeah, well, in the script, he is credited. At, he's uncredited. He's uncredited. Was isn't she in the in the title Picard that we saw at the beginning of the film, place card, where it La- said her placard, placard, placard. Yeah, her name was okay. Babe. Didn't yes. Mean, yeah. This is Majorie Kane. Majorie Kane. Majorie Kane. Uh, she was an American film stage actress born in Chicago. Appeared in more than sixty films between twenty nine and fifty one, occasionally under the name Babe Kane. Um, and that's what she is in this film, Babe. Gotcha. Now, the the boyfriend there is just called Neighbor. Um, yeah, man. Pre-code, you could fuck your neighbor, no problem. <laughs> okay, he was in On the Water on the Waterfront in 1954. Um, he was prolific, and he was on Perry. What? Uh, no, he wasn't on. On the waterfront, was he like, did he have a wool cap? I think I'm trying to recognize him. Did he testify? Don't it was, testify. It was a chilly day. And he was, yeah. yeah like, right, right. Because he was on the pier, right? He was walking on the pier. He was working on the pier. It was really this chilly. Is a, this is a heartbreaking scene. He is just like fed up. I mean, he's just being such an asshole. How does he hold that monocle like that? That's always bothered me. He's German. But does it just stick there? Do you have like no? Yeah, grouchy, grouchy. It holds it in place. I am a 
grouch. All those, all those consonants uh, help help keep the uh, glass in place. So wow, clapper. He's really leaving. She still has a security tag on it. Well, she's going to return it tomorrow. How is she going to walk through the doors with the tag on it, though? She's oh, got you mean security? Like when go? I thought you just meant the tag. The yeah. tag there, yeah. He walked out, and they went whoop, 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 and she <laughs> fucking ran. Fucking worked. It was 1929. I'll see you, Otto. Yeah, well, she is. I mean, you're the only human thing. The only human thing about you, Gaba. You're gonna like me. Sorry, that's the Simpsons Gabo episode. Like, it's this is the reason why we're watching this movie is because of the, when Gabo yeah. came and took over daytime kids show. Now they got it. You know, it wasn't this movie, and it wasn't the character of the puppet. They did their own thing. Right, but it was definitely based on this movie. It, what a weird yes, coincidence! It has to be. Yeah, it's Arthur Crandall. Hello, I'm Gabo, and he goes, and I'm Arthur Crandall. <laughs> and not not uh the great gabo yeah that's right. right the puppet's name was gabo and yeah i know and and then otto and george uh otto you've heard gabo. of otto and george i've heard of otto and george i didn't realize he passed away so your yeah. your ventriloquist act should be otto and george and then you strike through the name right and then you write carl and puppet name <laughs> carl and puppet how about carl and puppet Carl and his puppet pals. How am I gonna do this, man? I don't want to do it. I have to buy a dummy. I guess I should just buy some kind of. Don't you have like I I if you watch us on YouTube, you'll you'll see our background. I see a closet behind you with boxes. There has to be like a doll, <laughs> right? Like an American doll. Are you gonna go back in there? You must. Here, just ask. Ventriloquist dummy, are you here? Yes, Carl, I'm in the box. Liberate me. Carl, Carl, I can't breathe. Get me out of the box. Carl, Carl, I think the mailman's looking at you funny, Carl. <laughs> Man, your ventriloquist dummy is a little creepy. Yeah, just a little creepy. He's um, He watches me at night. That's why I haven't jerked off in years, man. Oof. You don't mind that your grandparents are watching you oh. masturbate from heaven. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. It, you got a shoe and a sock and a shirt. <laughs> Carl Hi, Reebok. Hi, uh, Reebok. Hi, Van. What shoes talk? I give up, Van. What shoes talk? Canvas! <laughs> I will now drink water as I throw my voice. <laughs> so what did you decide you would do about it? <laughs> I will now smoke a cigarette <laughs> while throwing my voice. Carl and Puppet. Carl and Converse. Well, I... <coughs> 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 I... <coughs
Oh, one more. Carlin Kicks. I'll be here all week. Carlin Kicks. <laughs> That'll be the shoot. Okay, I I'm blowing it. Uh, all right. He's okay. He's gone now. It's You're her. Not blowing it. That was fantastic. <laughs> call, call her bluff. Look at him smoking. That makes me think of. <laughs> so go ahead. It's public domain. Let's listen. Oh yeah, let's listen. Okay, fair enough. Because the auto is going to talk to Babo. Now look, he does have the pump. But Otto's moving his little head. Oh, well, yeah, I guess it could be up, you know, he could be doing both things. It could be in his palm. Right. You had told me that it, because you thought it was, a, like a murder movie, right? Right. And so I thought that so i start watching it and i'm waiting okay once again the n neighbors are being nosy the girl left they're not neighbors they're backstage you know that's what i'm saying they're, they're entertainers they're not audience members like us no they're entertainers <laughs> oh i i didn't mean to say it that way carl of course you're of course you're yeah. a comedian <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, Carl. I don't know my voice while, <laughs> while giving a BJ. Ow! See, I don't even want to make that joke. Ugh. You would have to get a dildo. Here, let, hear me out. Ew, no, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Oh, my God. Just the... Uh, uh, Commitment to the bit. I... <laughs> no! I abandoned this bit. Hey, what if it was the dummies, PP? <laughs> Right? Well, I, I will now throw my voice. Well, I second to that, I'm say, "Oh God, oh God, oh jeez, oh God, Carl, Carl." <laughs> make him. That's funny. Make him. <laughs> <laughs> the puppet starts moaning. Why you have okay. his dick in your mouth? Let me just try giving a BJ. I don't even want to make that joke because everybody acts like that. First off. If you actually acted it out, it'd be the most explicit thing you've ever done. So I like how you write it down as BJ, when in fact you would actually if you committed. No, I would call it BJ on, and now I don't have to really do it because I can just put my head in the lap. So I don't really have oh, to. Oh right, that's an indelible image. I'm not. Uh, I think it will burn in everyone. No one can like unwash their eyes, wash their eyes on that. To this bit. You're not going to unsee it. I should say. Okay, now he's going through all the things that she did, and now she's gone. Go ahead, keep listening. No one's yeah. gonna sue you. I swear to God. Yeah, but I like us talking too. Like I can't we'll hit you. Both. We'll talk right over him. Okay. Rudely. All right, rude. Now see, he's squeezing it the whole time. Yeah. Is he really throwing his voice? This talented director slash actor. I don't think so because this is a movie and this guy was a big deal. He did directing. He kind of got beat down by Hollywood and went backwards to acting again. Sure, you know uh, Sunset Boulevard. 
He doesn't have a scar, by the way, even though, uh, this guy who shouldn't have one don't. No, he doesn't have a scar. Well, about that one. It was, uh, I, saw, I finally saw the Donald Trump star on, on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, okay. And I knew it was his because they had four, like, safety cones surrounding the square, and they had a black tarp covering it. Like, not then, so you wouldn't... Yeah, and then they had, they had tape on the four cones as well, so you can't... And then someone had left Tito's on the tarp, so I knew that had to be his, right? <laughs> Who would leave Tito's on the ground on Hollywood Boulevard like that? That's a great idea to, like, come bring some flowers and, like, lots of Tito's. <laughs> And, yeah. You know, look at the scar on Gobble's yeah. forehead, man. Well, so he was famous for it. He's in Sunset Boulevard. He plays the butler to Gloria Swanson, and that's part of the in joke is that this famous director is now, you know, you can imagine it's the director himself. Oh, hey, it's the honeymooners. Yeah, it's the neighbors, but now they're at their home apartment, and they He's like variety. Would you turn the sound back up? And they like to squabble. It's, you know, it's 1929, and he's reading Variety. Variety is 93 years old. Yeah. Yeah. What we're establishing now is Babo has become successful. He's going to be a big star. So these are bitter New Jersey comics. Pavilions. I, I guess so. They um, perform in Patterson. Okay. John Hamilton, the guy who you see there, just named Neighbor Uncredited. Yeah. He, died, he was born in New York City, but he dies in Paramus, New Jersey, age 73. Wow. Well, they're in Patterson right now. Are they really? He keeps talking about Patterson. Maybe, maybe they live in Manhattan and they commute, reverse commute. Yeah, you know what? That's right. I see it right there in the uh, caption. Holy shit. It's not mentioned in the movie Patterson. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Patterson about a poet named Patterson? Uh, no. It, he's Patterson a bus, was named, mm-hmm. He was a bus driver in Patterson. Was it, it was named after a poet, right? No, it was named after William Patterson, a colonial figure, a landowner. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and there's William Patterson University. It's, uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's famous for owning land. I'm not sure. He was a Colonial Times guy who was a big deal and owned a lot of land in New Jersey, so they called lots of places West Patterson and Patterson. And... Now, he's like a big deal now, famous. And what this weird thing's going to happen, this movie is now going to become a, a musical play. Okay, can we can we bring up our, our favorite part of every movie that takes place in a nightclub? Is this a real place? Or yeah. is this some movie fake place? It seems kind of more realist, right? They got the, the weird car going up and the ballet up front. <laughs> I guess. I don't think, Carl, would we enjoy ourselves? like? Well, maybe this both? is just a restaurant. It's not a nightclub, and they just have inner... Look at that teensy, teensy table. Well, that's because they're not wearing tuxedos. They got banished to the suit section. 
Now look at their total 1920s dress, and it's genuinely yeah. authentic. It's not like this is some. Yeah, that's some retro. Like her hat, her hat yeah. like it go, it looks like a gumdrop. Both of them, it's awesome. Could you see yourself living in this time? It's just fashion, after all. People are still people. But you know, my thing is like for entertainment. So you and I would go out. We would put on tuxedos. Mm-hmm. We would go to a restaurant, and we would have like squab with sherry. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I see. They're doing a shtick, and everyone's watching. Right, and the thing is, people think he's wacky, but we know he really, it's a living creature to him somehow. (laughs) He's got the thing in his hand, lady. <laughs> when you pull his dick, oh, 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 oh. when you grab his nuts, oh, 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 oh. what's now, up with that weird? Got, like um, lukewarm reviews, and it did okay. Um, he's having tea, or no brandy? An aperitif. Yes, he's got the sugar cubes, like a whole tray of them. Yeah, yeah. he's flicking his ashes on the floor. Or am I wrong? Is there? Yeah. No, he's just, he does no respect. They're so flappery. Yeah, I know. What I love about it is it's authentic. Yeah, that's the dude. That's the cut of his uh, lapel. Collar. Yeah, lapel. Collar. I've never seen a collar like that in a while. No, it's weird. Like when you see him, this is America, Patterson, New Jersey, and New York City. But it's so long ago that it's a different country. It's a different culture. If we would go out, right, and we would go to a restaurant and we would wear tuxedos and we would have squab and lobster and caviar right. and whatever weird food you ate, and then a band would play and we would stop our conversation and we would turn, or maybe a celebrity is having a joke with the waiter and we we listen, eavesdrop to the ventriloquist. <laughs> and uh, I don't understand. It's like people are singing or people are eating while you're singing. Oh, yes. Walk away. Oh, but except. You're right. That is the shtick they're doing, and it was pretty funny. Did you see this? You didn't, right? I watched a little of it. I watched enough of it to, to get a sense of it, but I didn't get to the end. So our, our you know, Gabo himself, the actor, got, like, re- good reviews, but it didn't really help his career or something. Um the negative reviews called him Aaron Von Showoff. <laughs> now, this was produced and directed by this game guy named James Cruz, and he's married to Mary in our movie. In real nice. Life. Um, he was mostly about silent films as an actor and a director. He did a lot of work with Fatty Arbuckle. He worked with Will.